screedle deedle, a doodly dee, a screedle deedly doo. What's up to our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation? You're listening to Gutter Talk. Gutter Talk. I'm Johnny Destructo, a.k.a. Thwip Tribble. Yo, what's up? Holla at your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. I'm Brandon, currently Childish Brandino Tribble. And I am Noel. I am Superman's pal, Jimmy Tribble. Oh, my that was designation. Cute. That's cute. That's yeah. cute. Um, thank you so much for joining us here at 4327 Main Street, JD's Hero Complex. That's my, my comic shop. You can come buy all of your things here. And if you want to, you could also come visit. Uh, Please we, do. We usually record on Wednesdays, new book day, as it were. And uh, we got letters. We got letters. Oh, we got lots and lots and lots and lots of letters. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, uh, this is from Christopher St. Saucy. Good night. Everyone does want Craven is the title of the email. Okay. I can't imagine anyone not wanting Craven. We should have gotten him as the follow-up to Garfield's first or second movie. They need to take a page out of the Ultimate Spider-Man playbook and have him be a reality star with a hunting show. Wait a minute. I got to stop you because I, I realize now he was talking about Andrew Garfield. But when Not he first Garfield the cat. I was thinking about Garfield. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, Rico Renzi, uh, the colorist. I believe he was the. He does all the neons, the <laughs> lovely pinks and greens mm-hmm. and blues for Spider Gwen. Right. He also will create his own line of like T-shirts, and um, one of them that he did is he did a drawing of Craven the Hunter based on I want to say, um, uh, oh my God. Uh, Stan Ditko. Okay. Uh, it was a Ditko drawing of Craven the Hunter, and the vest that he has on, which has a lion face, oh has god. Garfield face. Oh my god! I've seen it. And it's it says amazing. it says something like, "I hate Spider-Man and Mondays." <laughs> um, so it actually, this all kind of ties together beautifully. <laughs> nice. I completely forgot Matt Gargan was in Homecoming. I apparently need to see it again. Michael Mando has made some great strides in his acting career, both as Vic on Orphan Black, yes. and as Nacho Varga in Better Call Saul. So I'd absolutely be down with him in the scorpion suit. I don't want him them to go full on Sinister Six in the third movie. Have Mac and Craven going after Peter slash Spidey. Don't have Gargan in the suit until the last third of the movie or even in one of the mid slash post credit scenes. Can he have power somewhat? Sure. Get Alistair Smith to super soldier serum him up. And then when he gets his ass beat and then then put him in this scorpion suit. But if you have to do the Sinister Six, I would have Vulture, Scorpion, Craven, The Spot, Shocker slash Mysterio, and either Craven or Rhino. So he's given us a Sinister 10. One, two, well, it's three, two alternates. four, five, six, alternates. seven, eight. Sinister yeah. two alternates. Eight. Right. Um, save Black Cat for that Black Cat slash Silver Sable movie that was supposed to come out. Chris, Saint Saucy, good night. That's never going to happen. The black, the black cat silver saber. That's never gonna happen. Never. It's never well, gonna happen. I mean, it's still Sony. They still own it, so they might try. Yeah, it'll it'll never happen. I didn't I mean, think there would be a Venom movie after right. well, the Spider-Man deal. deal so uh, that surprised me. True, but I could see Venom bef- way before Black Cat and Silver Sable. Mm-hmm. I no. I feel the opposite. I feel like Black Cat. Well, Black Cat on her own. I feel like could hold a story better than Venom without Spider-Man. And yet. Yeah, Here we exactly. Are. It seemed to do just <laughs> fine. Um, the spot is the only my only question mark. Spot's yeah. great. That list. Spot's that one actually I, pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah. like he can like, you know, spot. 
Oh well, now I love it. I mean, he does the thing where he like goes through walls and up and down. Like oh. you could, I feel like you could have cool action scenes. With yeah, yeah, he yeah. opens dimensional. It would be fun portals. to watch. It would, it's essentially right. like a, a micro version of what Doctor Strange has done in all the movies now, yeah. where he yeah. just opens up portals and throws people through them. That's true. He does mention a show that is worth revisiting, and I don't. think I'm pretty sure I never finished it. Orphan, Orphan Black. Orphan Black. Yeah. Same. God, that was such a good show. Same. Man. Uh, I got maybe two or three episodes in, and I was like, hey, this is really cool. And then someone dingled some keys, and I was like, ooh. And I, I disappeared from it. Man, I don't care. It's it's The the crime of the last 10 years is that... Um, Tatiana Maslany. Ta- I, I knew her name. I was about okay. to say it. You see? But the crime is that she did not, was never even nominated Wait. for an Emmy Award. She didn't get an Emmy? Show. Oh. No. I thought she got an award. She got something. She might have right? got a BAFTA. Yeah, she may have got something like that, yeah. but she never got if an I Emmy. If I only had a small computer to look this up. <laughs> she never got an Emmy award. I mean, if you watch that show, she sometimes is playing about five different people in an episode, talking to one another, mm-hmm. totally with different personalities, different points of view, and you are totally convinced. I mean, nice. How often do British idea. shows get Emmys? I feel like it's a... It's not often. But well, I don't think that was a British show. I thought it was It was Canadian. It was a mix of BBC, I think BBC America and Space Canada. I think. Yeah, I thought it was Canadian. I mean and maybe and maybe it wasn't eligible for an Emmy. I don't know. No, 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 she won one. Yeah, I knew. Hmm. She won an Emmy win. What? Nice. Primetime Emmy Award in 2016 for Outstanding Lead in a Drama, Orphan Black. Yay. That may have been probably the last season. Uh, yeah, and then she also she won pretty much everything else too. Yeah, they yeah. All right, so they, I was so going to say, because I, like, I didn't get to watch, I watched, just like JD, I watched like the first one or two episodes, and I dug it, but I mainly remember like it getting all this attention because it wasn't like nominated for anything else, right. and all of a sudden she swept the primetime Emmys, right. the, okay. the main award. And that makes sense, because you know, she's on her way out at that point, mm-hmm. so like, yeah, let's, let's give her the, the trophy that she so rightfully deserved every year leading up to this. Also, so. she's amazing. Oh, she is amazing. I wonder. I haven't seen her in anything since then. At least she was in that. She was in that um, um, Jake Gyllenhaal movie about stronger. Can I borrow this? Get on here. So, like I said, we record here live at the shop, and sometimes we get visitors, and we have one right now. Who is this? Brandon from the Left Coast. Right. No, in. it's not. No, it's not. Are you sure? This is not Brandon from the Left Coast. Oh. I mean, I'm on the is. right coast right now, but. Yeah. This is Brandon? Yeah. Brandon Peterson? Not Peterson? Peyton. Peyton. Brandon Peyton. Brandon Peyton? There he is. <laughs> I got so many Brandons in my yeah. life. What's up, Brandon? What's hey. going on? And so, you are? What's Brevin. your name? What? Brevin. Peyton. <laughs> Born to be on a mic. I love it. And what coast are you on? Uh, west? We, we live on the West. Yes. Yeah. We live on the West. So <laughs> yes. Well, right now we're on the East Coast. Yeah. Okay, so I'm from the West, but right now I am in the East. Okay. <laughs> nice. Wow. Well, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Um, so interrupt. Have you met every? So this is Noel. Hey, Noel. Uh, he's also on. Spoiler alert. This is you know Len. Yes. Len the Bat Tribble. Oh, come, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Oh. Come here. 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 Yeah. And this is Brandon. Yeah, hey, it's the, Brandon. The right Brandon. Yeah. The original Brandon. Nice to meet you. So we're just doing the show. What are you uh, what are we talking about right now? Brandon. 
No, so they can join in. <laughs> oh. Oh. Not Orange is the New Black. Orphan Black. What? Um, there's an email. What do you guys think? Do you think Craven the Hunter would be good in the next Spider-Man movie? Of course. Who do you have? Someone you want to play him? Uh, what did I say? Joe. Uh, he said Joe Man. Joe Joe Man. Man- yeah. You did, I can't even pronounce right. his name. Mangiano. I just yeah. made that up. Mangianello. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mangia. That's the guy. Mangianello. Joey Mangianello. <laughs> I mean, I heard Jason Momoa, but I don't think that cross-pollination is going to nah. work. No. No, they For are sure not going to let him know. Not at all. Um, is there somebody else? Who's this? That's Jamel, my stepson. Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's like, I don't care. Yeah, he's, That's cool. He doesn't he, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, He's like, whatever. Uh, we'll just go to hell. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're, we're responding to Christopher St. Saucy Goodnight's email. Oh, I don't yes. know if you've heard that name before here on the show. I mean, no. No, probably no. not. Yeah. You should write um, in. Write in and tell It's funny. Uh, I have people writing in, and uh, they will say, before I get to St. Saucy about it, let me let me sign up. <laughs> oh, off. yeah, they'll reference people. <laughs> he's actually like, a verb he's now. A verb. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to be jealous now that I'm here live? Is he going to come down? Oh, he's probably already in his car. He's in Driving down here. <laughs> he will be sitting down here in the morning when we get here. I mean, you guys step your game up, man. I came all the way from LA. You, you ain't that far. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, there you go. Comparatively. Uh, do we have another? We have a Ben Fiore. We have a Ben Fiore email. Well, here, maybe, you can join us. You, 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 you want to chair? Do you, you have a minute? Do you have a minute? You have a minute? Okay. They, they run the show, so if they have a minute, I have a minute. Oh, okay. All right. So. So what what brings you over to the East Coast? Just a summer visit, visiting the fam. You know, you got to uh, bring the grandkids to grandma. Oh, Can't yeah, Can't keep true. them over there. That's true, yeah. Yeah, you got to do your due diligence. That's right. That's right. You sit down. I love the city. So I come back whenever I can, whenever I can afford to. Yeah, because it's a totally different vibe than the left coast, though, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, man. A hundred percent. But it's, it's realer over here. So it's realer where it's realer over here. Oh, I'm about to say. So, so my biggest like uh, my my in law. Well, my my brother and his wife live on the left coast. Uh, they lived in Santa uh, Santa Cruz for a while. And the biggest thing visiting that I noticed or that like was a click was when you just cross the street and don't look around. Yes. And cars just stop like <laughs> cars will stop. When they see you walking towards the curb, and they'll be like, they no, 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 go ahead, go ahead. They won't murder you? Well, I mean, here it's like anything could happen. Yeah. I need to look both ways four times because yes. a car could just happen. You say Santa Ana? Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, yeah. A little different. It's a little different in L.A. In. Everyone was just like, yeah, man, go ahead. Yeah. So oh, it's just, no, it, you go. It, no. It, because yeah. LA traffic doesn't move fast enough to hit you. That's the problem nice. with yeah. LA traffic. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, saw, I saw that documentary where they just burst into song and jump out of their cars in LA traffic. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw that too. Yeah. Uh, LA, LA land. Yeah, LA, yeah, LA, LA land. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, gutter talk, far from home, etc. From Ben Fiore. I love you guys, but you were killing me last week. In far from home, Brad was someone's little brother. It was addressed in the school news segment at the beginning of the movie. His big brother was the other teen reporter. Also, they all just spent a whole school year together, which the Europe trip was at the end of. This movie, by the way, may be in my MCU top five and don't get the meh that you guys expressed. What? As for Dumbo getting drunk... He and the mouse got drunk from a vat of water that the clowns accidentally dropped a bottle of alcohol into. It was after the pink elephant's hallucinations that they 
woke in the tree and met the crows. So it wasn't the crows that got him drunk, Mm-mm. J.D. I'm sorry. I'm, you were blaming I'm, the racist crows. I'm racist. I'm it sorry. Was, it was not the racist crows. As for Ned as Hobgoblin, I could see them pulling a reverse Mysterio and have them pose as a villain to infiltrate the Sinister Six and spy on them for Spidey, a plot line that could either be played sly and serious or completely comedic. Thor Ragnarok is also in my top five, and so I'm looking forward to Thor 4 and don't care that it's delaying Akira, but I've also never taken to any Akira, so I don't know what I'm missing. I feel like I'm going a bit too Christopher Goodnight with this stream of consciousness email, so I'll close to say I love you guys bringing up Fleabag because my wife and I love that show especially everything with the priest in season two. I otherwise don't care about the Emmys or Game of Thrones, but I have a minor suggestion that what you keep calling a Lifetime Achievement Award would be better classified as a series-wide achievement award since your opinion is more driven by the series for which they're nominated and a lot of those actors have a lot of life left to achieve things career-wise. Thanks for listening, nitpicks and all, as I will keep doing in kind, Ben Fiore, a.k.a. Beardiac. Nice. So, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, A series-wide achievement. I didn't know what else to call it. I just kept saying lifetime achievement, but that's exactly what, yes. And he knew what we meant. Yeah. You well, know, he's just helping out. He's helping. I appreciate putting a fine it. point on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely sticking together. do not. I, bleh, I absolutely do not buy the Ned as Hobgoblin. Even not not that character. Not no. that character. No. 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 Um, because Ned Leeds in the comic books was the Hobgoblin at one point. So that's where this is all coming from. But the Ned as he is in the films, the Marvel MCU films, he's not. He's not going to be a Hobgoblin. No, ever. that's just yeah. them taking a little piece of. Uh, Miles Morales world. Yeah, ganky. Sticking him um, into uh, Peter world. Um, Far From Home. Did you guys see Far From Home? We did. What did you think? What did you think of Far From Home? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? Oh, well, you give me that like- microphone. Tell us more. What didn't you like about it? Um, I didn't like it because like, the whole point of the movie is that about um, Spider-Man just trying to get um, MJ just to like him. Or uh-huh. just asking him, I mean, like, asking her. Yeah. yeah. You didn't like that part? Like, that was, like, the whole point of, like, the movie. It wasn't as fun as Homecoming. No. Yeah, I agree. It's not as fun as Homecoming. That seemed like a tighter script. Yeah. Did you, Now, let me ask you this. I see you got the Spider-Man shirt on, so clearly you're a fan. When you went into this movie, did you know that Mysterio was going to be a bad guy? Uh, yeah. You do? Okay. All right. I'm trying to gauge... People, whether or not, who went into that movie thinking, oh, Jay Chillenhall is definitely going to be a, a, like a hero. Yeah, I try to keep him kind of educated. Kind of nice, nice. comic <laughs> educated. Mysterio is bad yeah. going in. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. See? Someone else is meh. Actually, that's, that's, that's more than a meh. That's like, more I than straight a meh. up don't like, like it. This is, this is, this like, is get this out of here. Yeah, I came to see Spider-Man and you show me high school romance. What is yes. this? Yeah, it's nonsense. So you didn't like the what Spider-Man did... fight at the end at all? Um, I mean, I mean, the, um... I mean, the, um, the end of, of the um, fight, it was good, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. You just had to wait an hour and a half to see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. Uh, okay. which, what's your favorite Marvel movie? Um, oh, you don't even... It doesn't have to be Marvel. What's your favorite superhero movie? It could be DC, Marvel, anything. What's your favorite superhero? Marvel. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> what's your Let's, favorite color? 
<laughs> See, I'm 10. You have one at a time, one yeah, at a yeah. time. I'm 10. Right. What is your favorite superhero movie? Um, my superhero movie? Mm-hmm. Um, Spider-Man in, in, Into the Spider-Verse. Heck yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, you're right. Solid I just watched that again last night. It's so good. Is Spider-Man your favorite hero? Uh, Spider-Man to, to the Spider-Verse, like, um, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Yeah. yeah. That's your favorite hero. It is. I like the cut of your jib, son. You look, yeah, you can double for Miles. No, he can, we, can, we definitely work with his Miles. I like that. If you grow your hair a little bit, yeah, absolutely. And let's, let's answer mm-hmm. Noel's question. What's your favorite color? Yeah, color. Blue. How do you feel about socioeconomic, uh, political? <laughs> Quiet, no. And, no. <laughs> what is, what favorite, what is, what is your favorite calculus? What? what is that what is supposed it? to mean? It means, you know what? It means I don't even no. know. <laughs> What's that supposed to I, mean? It, it means nothing. Because um, I don't know either. So don't worry about it. I Let me ask you either. this. So don't Are we, worry since about we're doing it. questions, 20 questions, did you like Thor Ragnarok? Uh, kind of. Yeah? What didn't you, what didn't you dig about it? It's just, it's just like how, like how, like the movie is like, or something like that. Okay. Like, yeah, like too funny. Like it was just like kind of. Okay. It wasn't interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Captain America, I think, is MCU held your interest the most. Captain America? Is that what you said? Yeah. You watched Civil War, right? Yeah. You oh, like yeah. Civil War? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Just that and Avengers, I think, are the only ones that hold your interest. Oh wow! No kidding. All right. Nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah, that's cool. That's good taste, likes, at least. Also, too, like, uh, it sounds like he likes team movies. Because, like, even your favorite Spider-Man movie is, like, a team, a team of, of Spider-Man. spiders. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yes, but his favorite hero is Miles Morales. And I that's what it. counts. Um, oh, and nice. thank you, thank you, Ben Fiore, for uh, letting us know about the Big Brother. Because we all sort of were confused about that, I think. The Big Brother uh, in Far From Home, Brad. Yeah, we didn't. The big brother was the guy doing the intro in the beginning of the movie, so okay, I totally forgot about that. So thank you so much, (laughs) and thank you, Christopher. Good night. There was a bunch of stuff coming out this week from San Diego Comic Con. San Diego Comic Con, which is on the left coast. Well, look at me jumping ahead. You guys got a split. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us for a couple of minutes. Thank you for Uh, having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to pause it and we'll come back. How cute is that? I love that. I love that we get visitors. And they, he, he, he seemed familiar, but uh, it had been a while since I seen him. Right, because he had stopped here before. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, this is where you do the show. And I was like, yeah. And I didn't, didn't occur to didn't me connect. until I was ringing him up that he was like, he was like that, I don't know who I am. I'm a listener. And I was like, oh, shit. So um, thank you so much for joining us, guys. I hope, hopefully the language wasn't too bad. We, got, we're, we didn't. We were good. I mean, I just said I, the S word just now. I haven't cursed, like, at all. And that's, we've been doing this for, what, like, 10 minutes now? Nice. Is that new for you? It's different. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's different. I have to be reminded because I get, I get a little passionate. All ah. right. So Brandon, Childish Brandino, has a, he took some notes this week. Just... Just Out a of few. San Diego Comic Con, all of the news was about. Well, I guess we'll start with DC. All the news was about Marvel, MCU, TV shows, and movies that are coming down the pike. But uh, I so guess. to be fair, if you were a Star Trek fan, you oh, yeah. also had a very good. Oh, well, San I am Diego not. Comic-Con. So why don't you give me a quick. Give well, me a let's, taste. Let's, no, we can, we'll, we'll go we'll DC first. We'll do DC right. first. 
And uh, DC and then a little uh, uh, palate cleanser of Star Trek. Right. So, yeah, DC news. I mean, first off, obviously the most important, Brandon Routh is returning as Superman. That's uh, cool. It's wait, great. but it's isn't it Kingdom but Come yeah, Superman? It's going to be Kingdom Come. Well, at least That's he cool. said he's not going to be wearing his suit from Superman Returns. Right. And he opened his shirt and he had the Superman, the Kingdom Come Superman logo on he's his shirt. He's too young for Kingdom Come Superman still. Yes. Well, come on. Just age him a bit. Put, give, give him some uh, Grey Temples. Uh, right. Reed Richards style. Nah, he's Kingdom Come Superman's like in his 60s, 70s. I don't know if he's 60s, I mean, 70s, but he's definitely got more aged look in his right. face. Yeah. But think, anyway, I think it's neat think that he's okay. back. And that's for the crisis uh, cross. Yeah, all, another most crisis of this is for crisis on infinite earths. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of of like mini announcements like Burt Ward right. is going to show next, up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I was thinking I hope that Burt Ward plays Robin because a lot of people were saying they want to be Nightwing or what if he's Batman. But I was like, but in Crisis on Infinite Earths, Earth Two, Robin stayed Robin into adulthood. Right. So this would be perfect for him to still be Robin, and it would be a nice a nice throw. I, I mean, don't think we can look at Burt. No I, offense to Burt Ward. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think we're gonna see Burt Ward in a costume. costume. No. no, I think we will. No, no we're no. not. He's gonna have like a lapel pin with an R. Yeah, but I hope he plays Rob. I hope he still wants to just walk by the case. He'll be that Dick has Grayson. Yeah, I hope he's Dick Grayson. At least he'll be Dick Grayson. But I think yeah. it's gonna be more like, oh, Batman died twenty years ago. Yeah, I'm seventy-eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. It's uh, just like a nice casting. The other news that I saw that was interesting was that Doom Patrol Season 2 was confirmed for both DC Universe and HBO Max. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Which I I really believe they're eventually just going to have to merge together. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I don't think they will. Because I think what HBO Max is going to be is it's going to be if you want all of these services together, you get that. And if you want them separately, you get the other thing. It's money on the no, table, man. You're yeah. not going to galvanize your own audience. That's right. Like, they are going to phase out DC Universe, yep. or it's going to turn into only Marvel Unlimited, where it's just comics. Comics. Right. Yep. I, think so. I think that's possible. But it's already, like, they're also offering um, HBO, for one thing, and, like, Rooster Teeth is going to be on there, and, like, Crunchyroll is going to be on there. Like, things that are already separate services. Right. On, H- on the HBO Max. On right. HBO yeah. Max, yeah. So I'm thinking that what they'll do is DC, I mean, HBO Max is going to cost probably, like, 16 17 It'll cost more. And then the other services will be less. So if you pay, if you just want one, you'll pay less and you'll get those. It's not, good. I, I, it's not, it's not sustainable. It's not. Like, they, the whole idea is to get all of their IP under one roof, but DC has done it. Or Warner Brothers, I should say, has done it in such an ass backwards way of just like racing to the market. Yes, that they're going like DC Universe is just a stopgap for now. We know it as HBO Max. I mean, I think we might lose that, but like, well, that's what I'm saying. But I'm thinking like maybe like, but I don't think they're gonna take everything away. Like Crunchyroll is gonna stay. There's gonna be a channel on. HBO Max that is DC properties mm-hmm. and that's it. There's right. not going to be a separate DC Universe app that we know of it now. Right. And now, also what we know of it now. It's pretty th- shitty. See, but but to be fair, to your point, I think Crunchyroll might continue as its own because there are hardcore anime fans that just want anime. They'll watch anime all day long. Right. That audience so, is already there. Yeah, so that audience is already there. DC Universe audience, right. that's new and very very, very small, yeah. very minute. What I meant, sorry, you go. So that's why I can see that leaving, but certainly not something that's more, you know, significant like Crunchyroll or if you've already um, uh, subscribed to Cinemax on your cable system, you know, then maybe you don't get rid of Cinemax. Maybe you don't even do HBO Max in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, but DC, DC Universe is going to be the big 
right. like victim of HBO I think so Max. too. Because yeah. it's still too new. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I think like Rooster Teeth, Crunchyroll, and I think HBO itself will probably probably stay separate. I think oh, it'll yeah, be... Yeah, there will always yeah. be like an HBO. Right. Well, it's because mm-hmm. like everything that you noted has its own... Fan base already, fan yeah. base and, and a viewership. Right. DC Universe is, too new to, is the newest yeah. out of the gate. It has really no traction. And the Doom Patrol renewal is a weird, like, split the middle yeah. to mm-hmm. me. So, like, they announced the second season of Titans before the first season even aired. Yeah. Yep. And I think they jumped they the should gun. have paused yeah. and not done that. Um, Doom Patrol shows up and it's critically loved, but it's not have like, it doesn't have traction outside of the the area, so right. they're holding off. And then they immediately cancel ah, Swamp Thing, the best one, one episode in. To so be it's fair. just like splitting the difference. Let's like put Doom Patrol and cut yeah. half of the budget on this app because it's not going to work on this app. Yeah, like I think it's weird. It's and unfortunately, very weird. this is what they this is what they do. They always just jump in blind and make these stupid decisions. DC feels like it's just flying by the seat yeah. of our pants. They're not even their own pants. They're flying by our pants. Well, they, they um, so like... I know what's in my pants. <laughs> so like when Marvel sold off a lot of their IP, they did it to, yeah. like it was just a Fantastic Four and... You're talking about back in the 90s. Yeah, back in the 90s. The X-Men and the Spider-Man, right? That was when they were like going bankrupt. They right? were hemorrhaging. Yeah. They had to yeah. stay, but they were doing that to stay alive, keep the yeah, lights on. Yeah, exactly. So, but they still kind of maintained a lot of their IP and were intel- like relatively selective on where they would put it, right? Or, or self-finance it themselves, at least when it came to like movies and TV shows. Okay. Like it was parent companies. DC has been all over the map with channels mm-hmm. and different licensing deals after the shows. So like just announcing that they were gonna have this one app where everything lives was logistically impossible because Netflix has a deal in this country and that country, and Hulu has a deal for yep. some of their stuff, and then yep. and then some of it's on Fox, and some of it's on the WB, and some of it's here. like it was all over the map. So saying that you're going to put everything under one roof was disingenuous at best. Yeah, yeah. And now it's going to this experiment hasn't even isn't going to be allowed to come Continue. to fruition because yeah. yeah. they're just going to come with the next new whatever. Yeah. I will say HBO Max is looking better and better every day. Oh, I will subscribe to it, but I will, I will. do it after I ceremoniously Get set rid of- fire to my DC universe. Yes. Oh, my oh, yes. God. Yeah. Yes. Well, now, um, what about so how much is this HBO Max supposed it, to be? We don't know. No, but I people, said, but I... Because I, HBO is notoriously expensive. Because right? HBO already, I think, is like 15. HBO is 15, yeah. 14.99. Yeah. yeah. Um, also... Uh, Young Justice season four, all Scott. Oh, I'm excited for yeah. that. I haven't yeah. now. Did season three that hasn't ended yet? Has it? Just, no, it hasn't ended. It just we're started the, right back up. Right, we're at the right. E in an equation. Well, it's already about. Oh, okay. What about good six or seven episodes in? Uh, to yeah. the to the comeback. Season, yeah, because mm-hmm. when I it came back, it came back three episodes, and it, then they've been doing one episode every week since. I, yeah. yeah, I haven't dipped back in ever since the new uh, with them returning. I haven't dipped into any of that. Has it, have you been watching it? Yes, it's I, good. Is I'm, it still good? I'm on like season. I'm on. Episode three of, or oh, no, episode season. like nine of season three. Hmm. So like okay. before the mid-season break. Okay, I All haven't right. gotten there yet. No, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a good show. It's I'm good enjoying show. it. It's not as good as the first two seasons. It's the I feel good. Show. It's still good. I feel it's better than I'm liking it better than two, less than one. Personally, wow. It, it, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm I I just like it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I I watched it all for the first time on the DC Universe app. I never watched it before. Oh really? So yeah, you never the watched... whole thing. I watched the whole thing. 
and it is the Titan show that I wanted, mm. not yes. the one that I got. Yes. I was I was a little old for it, but Young Justice was like the last Saturday morning cartoon I watched. So, yeah, the, it was, I and it got that me. In that the, was originally a Saturday was, yeah. morning yeah. cartoon, and it got me into comics. Like I saw, it and I was like, "Oh, Teen Titans is back!" And then I realized, obviously, it wasn't. And I looked up the difference between Young Justice and Teen Titans. And then I read Young Justice, and then started reading comics. Yeah, it was the Jeff Johns Teen Titans around the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Or no? Well, Young Justice became the Jeff Johns Teen Titans. So yeah. Um, the other news I had was the original movies. They're going to be a Superman Red Sun mm-hmm. and yeah. a Superman Man of Tomorrow, which is apparently going to be an original movie about Superman's like origin or something like that. Is oh, that Jesus. Was, did they say if that one's going to be in their little animated shared universe continuity? They didn't, but I assume it will be. Because Hush is. Yeah. Have, have you guys seen Hush? I haven't well, seen not, it yet. It's not technically out yet, right? right. The, the digital download is supposedly available, I is guess, for now? you to buy. But yeah. Not, for, yeah. not like not stream rent or, or stream. It's not on DC no. Universe, so. Yeah, you know that app I pay for? Yeah. I know. I Like, like, dude, like, why isn't that on there same day? Same day they, it's the digital download. It's the same reason. Again, no planning. That, like, I mean, I think it's just they want um, the sales on the... Other. Yeah, to the to give the it peop- up to the people that paid fifty dollars yeah. or more a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's your budget. That's your sales. Give me the mo- like my niche audience. Give me the movie, right? And then you can also put it for rent on iTunes for those that didn't adopt that. But I think exactly. it's the same. It's the same reason that comics don't go on DC Universe like immediately. It's that they want people to buy it the other way before they get it this mm-hmm. way. But that's that's like a a, a pre-established market. They're controlling mm. this one. I get kind of. They're controlling these movies, but like, that's what I mean. They're controlling these movies. Yeah. It's their, I, like, it's their property. So, that's like, true. why not give it to the subscribers? Right. What else would DC release? Um, I was talking we about, talking about oh, the, the original movies. So, like, H- oh, Hush the... is coming, and then cool. Red Sun, Red, Red Sun, Sun, Man of Tomorrow, cool. and also Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Well, just give people a heads up. Um, Superman Red Sun is oh. adaptation of was it Mark Millar? Yeah, yeah. Mark Miller. Dave Johnson uh, and Dave, Dave Johnson, Johnson, Dave Johnson um, story of Superman. What if Superman basically was raised In by Russia. the Russians? Yeah, uh, which is a good book. It's great. It's a it's great really book. book. It's I one of the it. most highly referenced, I would say, or like lauded um, Elseworld stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, and what was the other one? Man so, of Tomorrow. What's yeah? It's going to be an original story. Apparently, oh. detailing like Superman's early years is what they said. Is it? Okay. Is it? Um, did they say who the creative team for that one was? Is it like I a Bruce Timm special? I think so. I haven't like seen that. like I did with Gods and Monsters, right. where it's just that like, was hey, fun. you can make your own thing right here in the middle. Yeah. I, don't think it's, I don't think it's Bruce cool. Timm. It was weird. Yeah. I like Gods and Monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like, watch that. Wait, what is this It now? was like Zod right. and a vampire. I especially yeah. Zod and a vampire, and then um, Wonder Woman was from um, Apocalypse. Apocalypse yeah. instead, yeah. And yeah. I especially liked the stuff around it. Like there was comic prequels, and there was like little YouTube short prequels it was, def- it was great it was definitely one of the best in a while yeah and then oh you said dark side war uh apocalypse. Justice, league justice league dark. dark apocalypse war oh okay sounds like they're see that sounds like it's in their little continuity right it definitely yeah. sounds like it's in the continuity. And they're gonna mash up justice league dark well and justice league the dark. dark side war yeah because like, justice league dark was in yeah the they already made one and that was good i, I just like dark I was pretty one. good i enjoyed yeah. that one yeah that was um, pretty dope i also really liked uh the constantine one was real good that was rated R. Jesus. Uh, that, I still haven't that seen that That wasn't in one. their continuity. That's because I have the copy of it. I lent it to Noel. Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for him and to watch it. And it's sitting on my table. Um, is that everything from DC? That's not a lot. I think so. All right. And then, well, yeah, I guess, I mean, it's a smart news. move 
uh, I don't know if they caught wind of or if they just assumed that Marvel would just house everything. But, but they, there, reali- they probably realized they don't have a lot to... Was there yeah. any comic book news? Well, Not DC Comics know. wasn't there. Well, were they or weren't they? Were no, they? they weren't. Warner Brothers was there. Oh. But I know they shared a booth, but didn't they at least have some panels or something? No. I know. That's weird. That I is know. incredibly weird if oh. they didn't at least have some like writer's panels. Or I mean, some, panels. some writers may have been there, but DC itself was not. Because Tom King was there. Yeah, mm. but DC itself was not like there. Like didn't hold like a big thing. I just remember there was some comic news. I don't know if they announced. It was during Comic-Con time. Mm-hmm. There's the Tom King is going to be doing an Adam Strange book. Yeah, I, did not, I did not hear that. I mean, you oh, like you know Mr. Miracle. I do like, yeah. That's true. That's true. I didn't know he was doing it to Adam Strange. But I have like two Jared. of his things. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Nice. It's going to be the like same. two of Tom King's things. I still things. do not. I'm still not a full-fledged Tom King Neither hater. Oh. But I do really dislike the last like chunk of Batman. And? Oh, Heroes in Crisis was a hot yeah. mess. And I yeah. think that was a yeah, little Heroes bit. Crisis. I think that was just as much editorial as him, though. Yeah. Um, you think so? Yeah, I do. I think that they changed the story, and he tried to, to to save it. Didn't happen. I mean, it was originally it wasn't supposed to have the murder mystery, which yeah. is the main problem of the book. Yes, yes. So, that's yeah, okay. it wasn't supposed to be a murder mystery. No, apparently mm. it was just supposed to be the about the, them dealing with yeah the therapy PTSD. stuff. Yeah, I did. So, I did read a thing too that like the first issue was supposed to be you see that it was Wally that killed everyone, and then it goes from there. That's what that's what we said should have happened, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, tiny anecdote. About Heroes in Crisis from my store. Uh, cu- customer and his, his dad come in, and uh, the dad clearly is not interested in being here, uh, with a wife as well. It's a family. And the kid was like interested in stuff. He was looking around. He was asking me questions, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, He picks up Heroes in Crisis, and he goes, Oh, what's this? This looks neat. And I said, Oh, it's a story where, um, you know, the superheroes have to deal with PTSD. And there's also a murder mystery, blah, blah, blah. And the dad, under his breath, and by under his breath, I mean very loudly, goes, um, liberals. (laughs) I was like, what? What? what?" And you can hear the wife goes, honey, shut up. Stop it. Stop. Don't don't you start. And he's like, what? I'm just saying. Shut up. Stop it. PTSD is liberal now? Yeah. I guess it's people who have to... Therapy is liberal. Therapy is very liberal, I've definitely, I guess. I've, no, but genuinely, I've heard that is that people they people don't believe therapy is like Listen, necessary. what you got to do is you got to bottle it all up until you explode and hurt and, somebody. And when that day comes, you do it at a shooting range. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Um, anyway, that's my <laughs> tiny little... That was With my tiny little... targets. Yeah. Um, so, now, DC didn't have much, but I'll tell you who did. It was Marvel. Marvel brought out the big guns. Noel and I were at dinner with our significant others, and uh, I guess we were probably having some sort of conversation with them, but mostly we were just looking at the phone being like, ooh, ooh, look what's coming up. Look what's coming up. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I I love you too, honey. Look what's coming up. It's that is my fault because we were being very rude. We walked like we walked like I had my phone kind of ready, just like following the hashtags because you know it's three hours from the West Coast and we were walking towards you and your wife to to have a drink, Mm. and I was just like, I know that I could just like show JD. Yeah, yeah, fine. So we were watching all of the uh, like we discovered Thor's hammer together. Together. Oh, we lifted it with love Um, and thunder. Show's over. Good good job. Well done. Yeah. Y'all need a room? Uh, Oh, no. We got one. We got one. Just go. We're here. You're in our room with us. Welcome. Uh, Uh, (laughs) um, It's going to get moist. 
<laughs> Gross. <laughs> so, Brandon, mm-hmm. you have do you have a full list of what was released? I do not, but I can tell you. I know it off the top of my head. Ditto. Let's do. Can this. you tell us in alphabetical order? Chronological order. Chronological. <laughs> I know Black Widow's first. Black that's right. Widow. Oh, that's right. Black May twenty twenty. Black Widow. Right. May twenty twenty. Scarlett con- Johansson. That has completely fallen off of my radar because of my excitement with some of the other ones. But See, I'm just as excited for Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Before, you are? good for her. Before we go, all overall, did you? What was you? You guys' opinion on Marvel's, like the 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 announcements. What do you mean? The My overall, how they did it, or no? In general, because like to me, it seemed like we knew every, half of this. Ninety percent of this stuff we knew was coming. So to me, it was like it wasn't that yeah, special. Yeah, there's stuff. There's stuff in right. there that we didn't know, which it's then a... informs my opinion on the other things we yeah. did know. Definitely. Mm. So okay. there's I, definitely one big thing that was like right. massive for you, me, and that that was the big one for me. I'm assuming. So I think I might have a different answer than you guys. So like my biggest takeaway or my biggest excitement was how much they leaned into the TV shows in so much as they are officially parts of the phases. Right. Meaning that they will roll into the movies in a way that like other companies have never done before. So the fact when they threw up that big sign that said phase four and it was 10 slots, I'm like, 10 movies? What the Right, right. But when they started, like, in chronological order, showing this will lead into this, which is a TV series here, and it will lead over here. Right. Like, that was exciting as hell. So even though we knew we knew it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we knew Loki, we knew WandaVision, but we didn't know where it would be placed and if it actually would tie into the yeah. next thing, which was super dope. Right, right. Yeah. That, that, is, that is a good point. Um, and it makes sense. It certainly fits the model that mm-hmm. Marvel has been building to. You know, their slow, you know, uh, um, amnesia about everything that happened at Netflix. <laughs> you know? And ABC. I wouldn't give them, you know what, the ABC stuff, the ABC stuff I think is just, it's in its bubble and that's where it belongs yeah. forever. But I would not be surprised if some of the Netflix stuff... You, character here or there you, might but, be slowly integrated after two, three years. Only reason, only reason I, I don't see that happening is that a, more than a few of the main actors have already right. locked into other things. Specifically, uh, Luke Cage, actually. Like, two of Luke Cage's actors now yeah. were in movies. I, I, and in movies, uh, Simone Missick already has two other TV series that I, she's let's, doing. Let's put, let's put a dollar down on it that I think that... One of the, the the most popular show was Daredevil. Daredevil. Let's put money down. I actually think that Charlie Cox or or Foggy or somebody is going to just like make an appearance just well, to show you and remind you, and then be away for a little while until they actually kick something off the ground. But they can't. They they, they, they can't, can't for two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a couple. It's of been years. a year already. Mm. That's yeah. true. That's already been a year. They own those characters, yeah. and then so I don't think that they'll ever mount a show again. I don't think that's going to happen. Those were done. But I don't think that they're going to completely abandon that. I just don't it think was way too popular. you would cast like your main villain from Luke Cage in another role if you were going to oh, keep right. Luke Blade. Cage's canon. Right. Yeah, but true, but that, that character did die. So yeah. you, could, you could do that with, with mm-hmm. him. But that's jumping the gun a little bit. Yeah. Jumping ahead. Let me go. So I have Black it. Widow. I have it up now. It's first up. Next is... The... But, but wait a minute. So you, I'm, I'm I am I'm excited about Black Widow. See... I'm happy in a way that yes, they're finally doing a female-led movie, um, and you know if it was, it was going to be anybody, 
well, I guess not finally because they already did Captain Marvel. So you know, it's about time for Scarlett Johansson give her give her some props, regardless of what I may think of her personally. I'll give you another reason I'm excited. Winter Soldier, Captain America: Winter Soldier was yeah. Marvel movie plus spy stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I want more spy stuff. I want, I want more that. spy stuff too. My only problem with Black Widow Winter Black Widow movie is that she's dead. Mm-hmm. So. Am I really going to care about what happens in the movie? That's what I mean. That's what's got me. I mean, I don't know. There was prequels to Star Wars. That's the, a terrible example because those are terrible movies. The but stakes. What I'm saying is, I we saw, know the final fates of a bunch of those characters, and we still went back and watched. I the saw prequels. some people saying that maybe this will be because they've announced that there's going to be a new black. There's going to be a woman who is also in the. She's black been Widow cast thing. as the new Black Widow. I think this well, no, the well, they, they think she's going to right. She's, she's going to be a character. Black Widow. We don't know if she's the next one. Right. They know but she but, is a Black Widow. Right. So right. I, it's That's it's possible. Yeah. The Red Room. Yeah, um, I I like the idea of intelligently going back and telling like a side story. So yeah. I, I I don't know. I you say side or sad side, side. story? Okay, side a parallel story, a uh, addendum to mm-hmm. her history. But um, uh, I I don't need it to have world shattering stakes. I I don't think it needs to be in chronological chronological order. I, I'm okay with it. No, I don't need, yeah. think it needs to be in chronological order. I just I I, I, I really would prefer that she just not be dead. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I think it was interesting, too. I saw some people saying, well, what if this is where we get the funeral that we didn't get in Endgame? Mm. I think that could be interesting. Maybe it's like book-ended by um, current events. Right. I I would like it to start with uh, Clint Barton sitting down on a chair and a fire, and he opens up a journal. (laughs) And then the movie starts. He's reading the journal entry. Of, and it's just two of hours Natasha of Romanoff. him reading us a story about Natasha yeah. Romanoff. Yeah, there's no visuals. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, just him. It's just Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton telling us a story that may or may not be true about Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, perfect. I hope he's in it because I think and this at the movie, end they go to a funeral. <laughs> I think this movie's gonna be at least partly in Budapest, and that's their yeah, whole thing was yeah, Budapest. Yeah, Budapest. So he's got to be in it at some point. I, I hope. Never wanted I hope we find out um, the. How much red is in her ledger? I, I was about to say, I hope her hair is red. Taskmaster. <laughs> I yeah. do like her with the red hair. Yeah. But this is take this place, for place after Civil War. So she's got red. Did she have red Wait, then? does it? Yeah, it that's takes place in 27. No. It takes place in after Civil War. After Civil War, that's right. Yeah, right. yeah so she's yeah. a fully fledged, she's like Avenger. her full Avenger right. persona in this movie. Yeah. Interesting. Which, so and she not, was sort of the one, she like went up in front of, you know, the... That was Congress. That was Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. But she, she was in a uh, in alignment with the uh, Accords, but still, you know, kind of let them go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And it's a civil war that she takes. That's kind of where she is at the beginning of this movie, and that kind of like contentious, but still in within the lines kind of space. See, these are all the things that make me excited about it because there's so many questions I have. And Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Oh, he's in it. Yeah, yeah, you haven't uh, seen that? There's concept art of her nah. fighting Taskmaster. Oh, cool! Yeah. Get it? David if you would Harbour's like to see it. going to be in there. That's right. David Harbour, Rachel Hellboy? Weiss. Oh yeah, yes, from his uh, yeah. very very popular turn as Hellboy. Yeah. Hey, that was fun. I liked it. Hellboy too. was fun. He was also in a little thing called Stranger Things. I'm sorry, I've never seen. Never it. heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Rachel Weiss. Um, Academy Award winner. Yeah. Is it Rachel, Rachel Weiss? I thought it was Rachel Weiss. I mean, I don't care. Okay, yeah. she's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I'll go to hell. Good. Cool. Thanks. If you can go f yourself. Yeah. 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 That'd be cool. Florence Pugh as Yelena. Nope. And 
I don't know this name. Wait, isn't she the one that was in Midsummer? Yes. Yes. Oh, she's, she's the, the main girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's cool. she's the one. They she was, she's really going to be the, like next, the, the, the next the next Black Widow. Widow. She was great in Midsummer. That's what they, 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 who's directing it? Uh directed Shortland. by Kate Shortland. Who that? Right. I don't, I don't know. Ah, cool. It's Kate Shortland. Yeah. All right. Cool. I was a, lot, next, a lot of these, all so, these directors are, for the most part, indie directors. A lot of indie directors. Like, yeah. 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 Next is Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it is fall 2020. I am surprised that they did not change the name to Captain America and Winter Soldier. I think I'm it'll not. be the journey because to he's the shield. Cap yeah. now. Yeah, but but he's not Cap. Is he still going to be given the shield? You don't think he's going to be Cap? He might be, but he's, he's gonna be Cap. No, I think at the end, <laughs> I think he's Captain. He's, he's Captain America in name, but he's not Captain America yet as a person. He has to oh, become okay. Captain America. I, yeah, al- yeah. I also think that they're not going to just start the show like that. You know, like I, I feel like there's. Yeah, I think it's gonna be him getting there. There's, yes. there's, there's what Steve told him. Yeah. While the world thought he was dead. Yeah. And then there's what the rest of the world decides. Uh-huh. So maybe. Yeah. He's got to fight for it a little bit. Yeah. Even though he got a blessing, he's still got to fight for that. it a little bit. I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch that progress. Uh, and Winter Soldier, I don't care about Bucky. He's fine. No, that was my he favorite run of the Sebastian books. Sebastian Stan? He's fine. Oh, you didn't, you didn't like him I in the books? The, he's fine. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was the that, best, that's the best yeah. run. That's fine. That book. We mean with Bruce him as Cap. Well, yeah. even but Winter Soldier. I don't care about Winter thing. Soldier himself. I liked him when he when he when he was trying to fill the Captain America role. That was interesting to me. When Brubaker turned the Captain America book into an ensemble after his death, it was Falcon. It was Bucky. Um, Iron Man would show up. Black like, Widow. Black Widow was Black Widow. There. That's right. It became like a cat, like an ensemble cast, trying yeah. to all these people together trying to fill the void of one person. Oh, that's what this show. That's what I hope this show is. Yeah, and I'm. Crazy excited more than pretty much anything else on the slate. That, but also the thing that, that made me exclaim just now was if we get in the Black Widow movie more of her and Steve hanging out. I love Natasha Steve best friend relationship. Yeah, the only, only reason I know you're not going to do that is because he, he's he's done. He's on the run too. Oh, I mean, he could show up. No, no. All know. right, never mind. We, well, we'd I'm have just... heard about that contract. Uh, all right. Maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't you, put it. You think he thought like, him, maybe think, throw him a bone? I think Chris Evans would come back for like a scene here or there as long as he doesn't have to work out. Yeah. Um. You know, like in a in a suit or in a jacket. Or I hear like, you, but you but he I mean? said like when he said like hanging out, I'm thinking like they hung out. Oh, no, in not the a, Captain America movie. Not a full scene. Not not like uh not All right. Not a co-star. Two hander. I just loved. Yeah. I love them hanging out together. More no, than I too. more than I like her and like her and Hawkeye is cool, but her and Steve I just really like that sort of brotherly sisterly. Now it's her and Hopper. But to, but to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, as much as they intimated how close her and Hawkeye were, you never really saw a lot right. of it. So right. it might be different if you do see a full movie of it. Um, What's next? Next is from what I saw, Eternals. Don't care yet. I do like that Brian Tyree. Uh, yeah, I love that cast. Who's Brian Paperboy? Tyree? Paperboy and uh, oh, Paperboy. Yeah, that also cast is, he's good. Yeah, the cast is stacked. He the was just in forever. something. He's been Child's Play. He's, he's been in yes. everything. Thank you, Child's Play. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, and as much as I can be excited about a group of heroes, I've never really spent any time with. I looked. I, mean, I looked immortals. them up. They sound real cool. Apparently, they like created humans or something. You know what? Can you order? Can you order that for me? Can you order the Neil Gaiman uh, uh, little? Se- it'll be here Friday. Issue series. Yeah, it'll be yes. here Friday. Really, I've, I've already would, ordered it. I would love to give it a shot. 
Yeah. Me too. That's why I ordered it. Yeah. I figured I got it. Yeah, I should probably get on this when people come in and be like, "Hey, JD, what's, what's what are the eternal rules?" Yeah. Uh, well, sir, I don't know. I know I know them in concept, but I've never read anything. Of yeah. Me neither. Yeah, I've been doing a little research lately with all this. They they seem. Yeah. I so after after all the after all the quick announcements, I did watch uh, Feige's little speaks between each one, little mm-hmm. little speaks, little speeches. <laughs> yeah. um, and he, he did make reference, there? he made reference to Kirby like three or four times. He actually said, yeah. this movie will be full Kirby. Ah. This movie will be huge. Mm-hmm. You don't know them now, but they've always been here. Eternals. Nice. Like they've... it was, it, he hyped it so incredibly well in kind of like that way that it, it kind of talked to the style of the movie, which I was well, excited about. having not really been a fan of Kirby, uh, art for the most part i do like the kirby aesthetic mm-hmm. and anytime that they have leaned into that aesthetic um thinking of maybe dr strange had some of that and definitely no, thor ragnarok thor. had yeah. some some kirby's going on um i think that's a great way to lean yeah um plus i wonder if it's gonna be aesthetically different because thor ragnarok and and guardians of the galaxy have a very specific neon color scheme to everything and I'm wondering if this, because this is also cosmic, if it'll have that sort of aesthetic, which I really like looking at. If I had to imagine it, I would think maybe that aesthetic, but add an air of regality to mm-hmm. it. That's what so I was like saying. So like a little muted, not as not as pop, but yeah. of the same universe with mm-hmm. like you know a Game of Thrones version of exactly. the Guardians aesthetic, peasantry mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Um, next, Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. I. I I'm so excited. Sure. I want to be excited. I don't care about Shang Chi. I don't know what his powers are, and really, honestly, He's a master of kung fu. Honestly, uh, what they have done with Iron Fist has not left me. Uh, Iron Fist is a TV show. Iron I'm Fist just is a TV saying. Show. It was done by totally different people. I'm just saying. Let's let's There's earmark this because after he announces the full slate, I'll tell you why I'm excited about this movie because it's related to everything else. Okay, cool. Interesting. Shang Chi is the is the show. I am excited about Shang Chi. I even yeah. like the. Um, I don't know the actor that I like. I don't know. Right. I've never seen his work, but when I saw him, You're I was like, like oh, Shang Chi. Sinu Wu. I buy him because Shang Chi originally was based entirely off of Bruce Lee, right? right. His to look. a degree. Yeah, he had like yeah. the same haircut, physicality, similar haircut. Um, also, apparently. Go, go. And his dad was Fu Manchu, which obviously we're not allowed to do yeah, here. They can't do that. So now they're kind of tr- try and tie him into the Mandarin. Uh, which right, is that's cool. what I was gonna say. Yeah, and I'm excited to see the Mandarin, like a real Mandarin. So whatever we got in the Iron Man. His name was Trevor, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, next, Wandavision. Oh, that I'm very excited about. Which is spring 2021, by the way. The questions I have are: the Vision is dead. He got Long Thanos. Thanos took his his little crusty out of his head, and. There's also the multiverse coming from Doctor Strange, and is this going to be a multiversal Wanda and Vision, or what? Well, I think. What well, I don't know if they said whether or not the show is going to be set after, after Doctor Strange. It's after Endgame. I know it's after Endgame, but I don't mm. know if it's supposed to be after oh. Doctor Strange movie because they no. said that Wanda's going to have a, a part they, in Doctor Strange. Strange Apparently, right? Wandavision will end with her. Where we'll end with her going towards Doctor Strange. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's okay. going to be like in that in between space, and it will yeah. also have Monica Rambeau in it. Not, she's just. She was I cast. was not excited about WandaVision at all until they told me that it was going to be Monica Rambeau was going to be in there, and even then I was like, okay. But then they cast Tiana Paris, who I last saw in 
if Beale Street could talk, who I've loved ever since I first met her in Mad Men and then watched her in Chirac and a whole bunch of other stuff like that, including, I believe she's on um, Dear White People mm. on Netflix. Um, now I'm a WandaVision fan. Nice. I will be there. Interesting. Where's Where's Logan Browning? Why is she not in a Marvel movie yet? Because Tiana Paris got her check. Nice. Uh, next, May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That which I'm excited ha- about. Which they have said, which is probably why you're super excited, they have already said this is going to be a horror movie. Yep. I've heard now, that. Now, I could have sworn they said that about the first Doctor Strange. No, I don't remember that at I all. I could have sworn I heard. Them. I know I remember them saying. Eh, maybe I know I they said something about like this will introduce like the supernatural world of yeah. Marvel, yeah. but never like out and out said this is going to be a horror movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am more excited about it. And honestly, it's the word multiverse that has me the most excited. When I, I, I want to say literally within the past month on the show, I said, I mean, I guess they're probably going to make a Doctor Strange movie, but I don't care. I don't really need a Doctor Strange movie. Like, mm-hmm. the first one was fine, I guess, but I don't need a follow-up to it. But literally, you put the word mu- the words multiverse of madness in it, and I'm like, you have piqued my interest. And, you know, if you're leaning into the horror bit, then even more so. Well, the horror bit it intrigues me because I like Benedict Cumberbatch as an actor, but I think he has more or less been sleepwalking through his Marvel work mm-hmm. up till now, with, which, you know... You know, you're doing what you yeah. they give you. They talked about that. They talked about that a little bit. Like, um, even I think Benedict Cumberbatch even said, like, the last in the Avengers movies, Doctor Strange has an authority, right? And they go to him as like a source. But this movie, it's going to be more about like breaking him a little bit and yeah. bringing him a little bit more down Good. to earth. Yeah, and I'm looking he, forward to him. Being he a was stretch. he was like the other side of Tony. Like they were just right. back and forth, which was fun. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'd yeah. like to see him struggle a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I I really am looking forward to that. That that sounds like it's going to be uh, a whole lot of fun. And Wanda. we talked, to, and Wanda's going to be in there. Um, but Doctor Strange also just visually was mm-hmm. one of the few that like just really took my breath away. Yeah, uh, like that was the the only one that I went and rewatched in 3D. Oh wow! Because it yeah. was just like amazing. Nice. Interesting, because I wasn't—I personally wasn't that interested in Doctor Strange, but I, I loved it. Yeah, it was I, fine. I, it it holds up a lot more than yeah you'd imagine. Yeah, that last I, act was great. Yeah, I do like that. Um, in Endgame, no, in Infinity War. Infinity War. I remember he's holding up the gem like this, and I love that they still gave him the uh, scars on mm-hmm. all of his yes. fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at that nice little touch. Anyway. Next is Loki in spring 2021. With that awful, awful, awful logo font. There's it's, well, four it's different logo fonts. All the logos. Yeah, and I get it because he's, he's a mischievous guy. He's a little kooky little dude. So I guess I guess it's supposed to be he stole logo files from everybody else <laughs> and just plopped them in and made a logo for himself. So it's cute, but it's hard to look at. Um, I, I'm excited. I, I, I'm not excited. Uh, I'm interested. He's got the tesseract, right? So he's he's maybe he's gonna jump from from time and place to time and place and just cause mischief. Yeah, right. That's cool. I mean, yeah, because um, I feel like no, I feel like he's got to have some sort of end game. Well, that's a weird word to yeah. use. Some sort of goal, right? What what would Loki's goal be for a miniseries? Well, it's the Loki before Thor, R- Dark Loki right World, after. and Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. The, the, the Ragnarok. Loki right after he was 
yeah. got smacked by the Hulk. But so Kevin Feige brought up. Shitty Loki. He has no. He hasn't had any redemption yet at so. all. Yeah. So he is very much the trickster. Yeah. Um, which I which makes sense because once you took that aspect, the more they took that aspect away from the character, the less interesting he was in the movies. Right. You know, um, and thus, you know, um, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Yeah. He, he had less to do, mm-hmm. I, and I, it, it showed in his face to me. Yeah. So. This is the only way that I'll, I'm mildly interested in it, but I. I mean, at this point, it's going to be like seven projects in, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'll watch it now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. God knows he's tried the other thing. He's tried to start other projects, and they just haven't gone. So he, he's got this Loki in his back pocket. Yeah. Never forget. Well, I, I know Kong I can always Skull be. Island. Aww. I like Kong. Yeah, I loved it. I so thought it was great. I, like, it's they, my favorite Kong movie. It was. They were trying really hard with him to make him like an action. Like star. he's the guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Oof, and then he on. had that show that was on AMC, Night Manager. Right. I didn't see it. Oh, it good? what's that? It, it, I watched like a couple episodes. It was just real bad. No. It was real BBC dry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Next. Next is in summer 2021. There's a lot of 2021, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what if on Disney Plus? I think it's adorable. Guys, moving on. I'll tell you three, maybe four words. Peggy Carter, Captain America. Done. I'm in. I love yeah, it. It's like the oh, first I'm, episode. I'm, I'm with it because they're bringing in a lot of the, the the actors to do the voice acting for their respective characters. That's where uh, Chris Evans probably got a contract for. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm with it. I'm surprised that it's it's animated. Uh, still, no, I knew it was going to be animated. And that's honestly what yeah. most intrigues me about it. Um, I'm just surprised that it's going to not debut for another two years. Right. But well, um, I'm good. Which hopefully means that the animation will be better than yeah. Marvel's previous Yo, efforts. That's my whole sticking point is that Marvel's animated division has not been great no. historically. Well, yeah, but it's, even even it's since never with really... Disney, like they still. Well, I think this is the first earnest go at it. F- I, I, I think really? we can't. This has been outsourced. I don't think everything. we can really judge uh, anything. Like, like this is Marvel. Like, this is Kevin Feige. This is Marvel. I feel like this is all going to be a whole. Yeah, and next level. Technically, oh, wait, a part of the most recent Spider-Man. Wasn't the most recent Spider-Man a Disney cartoon? Yeah, but was, was that Marvel Spider-Man? It was still outsourced. Wasn't it that was, Men of Action? Like, what I'm trying to say is like this is. Officially using in-house. the MCU, officially a part of in-house. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like they're controlled. It's part of a slate. Yeah, right. right. It's right. part of right. phase. So it's got to be bigger. I hope so. Me too. That's the only. Yeah, that's the only thing. Apprehension. Th- what I think. What I think is actually pretty cool about it is that it, it. It also indicates how big this world has gotten. You can't get away with what if unless you have the decade and twenty-two movies worth of these yeah. scenarios that are comfortable and understood. Yeah, like, and they're probably going to be I mostly revolving around what ifs of the about the movies. Right. Yeah, the, movie that's which is interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't they won't go super deep into into the uh, like the, the comics crates. so much as the stuff that you know on a media level. Yeah. and the Watcher. I right. can't wait for yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Uatu. What if Aunt May was a Silver Surfer? <laughs> what was she? The golden, golden oldie? oldie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's was, right. That yeah. was kind of cool. Remember that one? That was. Fun. It was like a one-page oh, gag, voiced by Marissa. Oh, yeah. What if Marissa Ooh. Tomei was? Oh, never mind. Anyway, um, next. Yep. Next, <laughs> Hawkeye in fall 2021. Oh, now what is intrigued me about this is all of the design aesthetic for whatever they showed seemed to be revolving around the Matt Fraction and David Aja 
Hawkeye series from uh, ten years ago, almost at was this it point. 10 years? It can't have been Wasn't that long ago. Six years ago. Uh, Jeremy Renner. So they didn't just throw the title up. There was actually an animation, right? Which Jeremy Renner took a video of for some reason and, and posted it online. It, yeah. Um, Why not? And it's very because they weren't allowed yeah, to post. We're supposed anything. to do that. Oh. It is. Ve- it is a thousand percent Aja. Like it was. You know, him through the air, throwing arrows, the yeah. arrows become yeah, right. like it was a really, really pretty piece of animation yeah. and then that's where they revealed Kate Bishop. Kate right. Bishop yeah. yeah, she's gonna be in it. The, show, not, the yeah. show will be him the, the training a new story. Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see uh, did they show Kate Bishop? They didn't show it? the actress, no, they just they, showed the animation can, of her. My question now is now that we actually have a woman named Kate Bishop who's gonna be the next Hawkeye, his daughter's name is not Kate Bishop. No. It won't be his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's just gonna be another daughter. There's another girl that he's well, teaching to use the bows and I mean, the arrows. Well, you know, he was in Budapest. Oh Love children everywhere. Yeah. No, he's just it's just training somebody that wants yeah, to take his name. Yeah. That yeah. That's daughter. true. Maybe the daughter would be like, I don't want to do that. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, his daughter was Hawkeye in Old Man Logan, right? Or was she Spider Man? She was but I don't remember. Old Man Logan? Spider Man. Yeah. It was a Spider Woman yeah. scenario. I was just thinking like there's room for mul- for multiple people in his life to become yeah. super. Also, too, at this point, CMCU, they're going to make up their own rules. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the the one pro the, the second most excited project for me, Hawkeye. Because as someone who I've always wanted to read that Hawkeye run by Matt Fraction that everybody raves about. And I've looked at it and I've realized it's good and I just for whatever reason, never every time I go to pick it up, it's not there or whatever. Um, I'm really excited about them adapting it mm-hmm. and make and making this real. I'm real excited about giving Jeremy Renner something to really sink his teeth into because on a whole I like him I haven't liked everything that he's been in but I do like him you know what I mean Um, and as someone who hates Arrow I would love for an Archer series to actually be done that is good oof shots fired I mean yeah literally I was thinking um as far as Hawkeye, like it's gonna be weird though, because the main thing about the Fraction Aha run was that he was like living alone, with just like him and his dog, mm-hmm. and now like he's got a family. A bit. Yeah. Well, I think so. aesthetically, I think it's just mainly gonna be aesthetically, yeah. and then and then yeah. Kate Bishop. But I think you mentioned something like we forget that Jeremy Renner is an Academy Award nominated actor. That's right. With the Hurt Locker, like he Has knows chops. how to do his his stuff and. Yeah. He just hasn't really been showing it the last couple of years, or yeah. or it's only been in like little spurts in the middle of an Avengers mm-hmm. movie, yeah. or like oh yeah, by the way, you're award winning. My favorite I... my favorite scene with him in any of the films so far is I guess he's talking to Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none yeah. of this makes sense during Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that whole little bit that he gives in order yeah. to motivate her off her butt. A show of that with a younger apprentice. I'm in. done. That's why yeah. when people always talk about Hawkeye like sucking in the movies, I always I always go to that scene and the scene in Civil War where he breaks out um where he breaks Wanda out of the compound. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's fun and he's cool when they give him a chance to be. So yeah. I agree. I'm oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, and Jeremy Renner, I don't know if anybody this is a very like slept on movie. Um I think from last year, the movie Tag. That's yeah, fun flick. He was oh. he was fun in that, man. Yeah. That was a fun movie. That was good. That's yeah. the one that he broke it's not his good, arms. good, but it's huh. a fun movie. Oh, okay. He, he broke his he arms. He broke his right. arms yeah. in the middle of filming the two Avengers movies. 
making a comedy. Like he broke. What the hell? <laughs> yes. Both of his arms. Yes. Yeah. It was like a it was like a little stunt where he jumps that on a sucks. stack of chairs yeah. and he literally he slipped. He broke both of his arms. Jesus Christ, that sounds painful. God bless I mean, him, it didn't though. tickle. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I mean, you don't know. <laughs> um, was that it? No. <laughs> Here is where I eat my words. Because here's where we come to November 5th, 2021, Thor, Love and Thunder. Hey! That's the one that's got me all tickled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because lo and behold, guess who they bring out on stage? Lady Thor. Mahershal Ali. Natalie Portman. <laughs> that's right. She lifts up the hammer very awkwardly. Yeah. Uh... Doesn't really know what to do with it. Yeah. And she's kind of just like holds it and yeah. kind of grimaces a smile. And she's like, oh, I guess I'm doing this. You guys, um, are, you guys are cruel. To be dude. I mean, I'm excited not- for it, but that was awkward as hell. It was. It didn't. And she did forward. not go out there with any sort of like enthusiasm or or. I don't a, think. Well, I think she had some enthusiasm. She just, you know, she's not the most, you know, lively. Right. I, I don't think she's a crowdy, a crowd person. Well, it's you know, she's an actress. And well, coming like coming she out of act, it too, she like could act out. like she was lively. Coming out of it, we found out that her deal's been in place for like six months. Yeah. Right. She couldn't um, say anything about it. And. It was just based off of Taika. Like, he, in one meeting, convinced it's her, a, like, let's do this. That's amazing that she's coming back after the whole Patty Jenkins thing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And also, in hindsight, she was right. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was hardcore right. Yeah. Should have been a Patty Jenkins movie, <coughs> Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I think uh, yeah, it's Thor: Crow The Dark World is one of the we, lower rungs of the Marvel universe. But the movie, they, they've already kind of talked about it, too. Like, yeah. the movie's not going to... Love and Thunder's not even going to start filming until at the earliest, the end of the first quarter next year. Yeah, and they got to finish three, th- Galaxy Three. She, yeah, hopefully. she's talking about how they're going to get her jacked and it's going to be fine. And I think somebody did like post something about how she's too demure, she's too little. Yeah, and I, I reposted a picture of her and Tessa Thompson standing next to each other, uh-huh. and she's taller than Tessa Thompson, yes. and she was an absolute badass. So it's just. Yeah. In the context of the movie, I think it's going to be fine. That's the interesting thing. I don't know. I know that Tessa Thompson on stage said that as a king, she's going to need her queen. So I know people are wondering, like, is the love between Thor and Jane or is it between Thor and Valkyrie? Mm. So that'll it's be fun. to do with no. Thor at no. all. Yeah. No, not at all. She's think. the king of Asgard right now. Hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. That's the one Same. that's got me the most hype. Should we, we should probably say we didn't say the main news oh, in case anyone news? doesn't the, know. The main news... I mean, that, that she'll be Thor? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I guess we didn't mention that out loud. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman's going to be Thor. Yeah. It's gonna, the they're going to be Thor. adopting Jace, Jason Aaron's run with um, Jane Foster as Thor. I'm very excited. I love it. And I don't think that it's going to be a one for one. So if anybody's yeah. worried that you know Chris Hemsworth will take a back seat, that's not how it's going to be. Nah. It's not a it's not a replacement. It's just now you'll have two characters who possess the power of the world. And also, right. um, and because that, that we have already had the multiverse of madness, I wonder if maybe it's not even right, our Jane, Jane Foster. Foster. Exactly. It could be I, a multiversal Jane Foster who has already has maybe she's been Thor for a long time. Yeah, I thought about that yeah. as well. Like how that's gonna feed into the rest of the movies yeah. that's I, coming. So for me, like I just realized this today when I was when I was uh, traveling and I was thinking about the Phase Four slate of films and TV shows, as uh-huh. I do. Um, I realized that it was indicated as Phase Four, yet up until now, every single phase has kind of ended with 
an a event, clear event. event. Right. Yeah. This does not. So I have a theory-ish that <laughs> the multiverse of madness will somehow in some way set up a road to Secret Wars. Oh. Which one? The original? Secret movie? Wars. What? Well, there's been three. Wait, do you mean Secret Wars with Nick Fury? No. Not 1980s that one. I mean, Secret so Wars? So Secret War. Yeah, Secret War. Okay. And you mean the the Beyonder one, not the, the 2015 one. Hickman? Okay. Just, oh, the Beyonder! Yeah, like oh, a, no. a convergence of multiverses. Okay, that's what you mean. A convergence of not so well, much like, the Beyonder. I mean, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be the Beyonder, but just like secret, like the idea of all of these different yes. timelines intersecting and or battling against each other I just, due to the machinations of something or someone else. Yeah, I can see that. Can yeah, see so that. you'll have all these threads that are introduced in Doctor Strange all kind of come to a head in a larger event either at the end yeah. of five there is or there's one thing that kevin feige he said like someone asked him like is that it or something and he said hey i mean we just announced 11 movies right here but the thing is they only announced 10 projects so some people are thinking maybe the 11th maybe he misspoke or maybe he accidentally hinted that there's going to be an 11th thing at the end they haven't even released yeah, yeah. it'll well, be a surprise yeah, I, it's I, and I I do for some reason I also have a like he he was on record as saying like well, you know the Avengers aren't over forever but when we do meet the Avengers it'll be a completely different team right. and some people you we haven't met yet great I actually that. think that the next Avengers or the version of the Avengers Avengers is going to be after whatever this next big event is mm-hmm. yeah so like I think it's going to shape outside of a cataclysmic event as opposed to beforehand to fight one if that makes sense yeah. almost like how they did new avengers so like new avengers gathered because it was just a happenstance of all these people converging on like the raft prison right mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be something like that so like the new avengers isn't gonna happen until after okay. these phases we'll find out i'm very excited well we're not that's the end of phase four but then there was that one special new announcement blade 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 oh. I'm, I'm into it I'm into Absolutely. It. I think like, it was awesome. You know, Blade was put out. Who put out the original three? New line. New line. New line. So, you know, we're getting an all-new Blade from Marvel Studios. We're bringing them back into the house and of ideas. And starring two-time Academy Award-winning actor Mahershala Ali. Who we also just recently saw as... Cottonmouth in... Luke Cage. Cage. Luke Cage, season one. He was also won the Oscar for Green Book. He was the Prowler in Spider-Man Into the Oh, was that him? He voiced the the Prowler. He was Uncle Aaron. Yep. Oh, no shit. Yeah, man has been doing work. And he didn't he win an Oscar for, oh, I'm sorry. Moonlight. He, and he won, won an Oscar, Oscar for Moonlight. He won an Oscar for and Moonlight. And he's nominated for an Emmy great. for True Detective. He was also in <gasps> Oh, I haven't watched Angel that yet. Alita. Right. And he was, oh, yeah. yes, that's right. That's right. Um, so of, of the entire slate, what makes me the most excited is the fact that um, I think some of my favorite movies in the other phases were the ones where they took a genre and then they juxtapose it with the idea of comic books or indoor superheroes. Mm-hmm. Every single one of these movies is clearly a specific or different genre. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've got a horror movie. You've got a spy movie. You've got a kung fu flick, which we have not seen in, yes. the, in, a, in the universe yet. Yeah, never. And Love and Thunder is going to be whatever the hell it's going to end up being mm-hmm. because it's Taika Waititi. Yeah. I do. But I have- that idea, and even the TV shows, even yeah. the TV shows have their own little like flavor, yeah. which I think is just awesome. I hope Love and Thunder is a little more serious, especially with Jane Foster. I just think it. I think they it has the potential 
to do series really well, depending on how much of Jane Foster's time they adapt. I I think you'll be disappointed. I probably will. Really? I think it's going to be a balance just like Ragnarok was. I don't think Ragnarok See, was a balance. I don't think Ragnarok was a balance. I did not like Ragnarok. I thought Ragnarok was too over-the-top comedy. Not that I have a problem with comedy, but I think the comedy that it was was too on the nose um, and wasn't character-driven and thus does not... Um, That's fair. It, it doesn't stand on repeat watch. Oh, I've actually really liked it on repeat, yeah. Okay. I, well, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying, though. Like, the, the comedy itself is not uh, driven by the characters' motivations. It's just, like, prop falls. Yeah, and, slapstick. And cutesy stuff. I get that. I actually agree with that. Um, but I don't think it's going to... I don't think this movie is going to diverge that much. I think it will be more focused because he actually... He legitimately got the impetus and inspiration from it. From, from a yeah. specific storyline. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's going to be like totally that much different. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Especially since I it so. appears to be one of Marvel's uh, their big gun, bigger bigger movies. Yeah. Uh, it's I won't say it's universally loved. There's a lot of people out there who think it was too funny and stuff like that. Don't like it, but mostly I want to say the public yeah. has responded very favorably to that movie. It's in yeah. a lot of people's top three, top yeah. five. And this is going to be the only movie that it's going to star one of their their. Big guns. I think their only remaining big gun is well, Chris, Christopher Hemsworth. Well, the the and phase the phase starts and ends with a right. legacy character Black or Widow. a big gun. So you got Black Widow right. starting okay. it and okay, Thor right. ending yeah. it. But yeah, you're right though. It's it's the main. You know, Black Widow almost doesn't count because she's deceased currently. But it is the the main touch point with the previous phases would probably be a Thor flick. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for. I'm excited for it because I am. For the most part, I am a Natalie Portman fan. Mm-hmm. I don't have any reason not to like her. I've liked her in a bunch of stuff. Um, but she's, an, again, someone else you want to see them do something with. You're going to bring her here right. to do something with you. I think that they'll I think that they'll do service to it. Like I was describing to um, Sam, my fiancé. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> I was describing to her the storyline itself of, you know, somebody like it's simple as somebody else being worthy to lift a hammer so is imbued with the power but the the crux of it being that every time that she wields the power it negates the progress of her chemo yeah 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 that's an interesting story that is the main point of introducing her i do not think that they would negate and or like not include it that's my thing that's important i don't know how you can do that story and also make it super funny um have you seen any of his other movies no. Being able to take very dark and or emotional settings, but the people that they're involved with do have mm-hmm. other emotions. Like they do say funny right. things or are in right. funny situations. I, I I think they can do it. And that is a st- and that is a story that if written well can be actually very funny um while still being very character driven. That that level of comedy or that type mm-hmm. of comedy I would be interested in. And I'm also curious to see if Natalie Portman actually goes on like a, a Halle Berry regiment and gets her body in like tip top shape. She so, said she would. Because yeah. Halle Berry got herself jacked for John Wick 3 and it Good. showed. So I thought I w- you were going to say Catwoman. That's her, that's her seminal flick right there. A seminal, I think. 
<laughs> What's the definition of seminal? I think we need a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> I think Brandon definitely yeah. needs a reminder. <laughs> On the other side of San Diego Comic-Con, there was Star Trek news. Now, Never heard of it. Is that the one with the lightsabers? No, that would be the wars. This is the trek. This ah. is the journey. This is the one that has gone on for the last, thir- what, 35, 40 years More almost. Almost 40, yeah. Yes, it, it is, it's the better stuff. <laughs> I like both. I'm not going to say it's better, though. I like both. It's a different flavor. Better. It's like having cake or ice cream. It's, F-O-H, they're both great. Len. So in better star news, Star Trek happened. Um, among all the other announcements they announced, they announced there's going to be a third season, which we already knew, of Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. Oh, that's still going? Cool. Oh, and it's so good. Yeah, I want to see so it. so good. And they are now, at the end of the, the, the last season, spoiler alert, there was a time jump, and now you have learned that in this season... I'm only, I'm only halfway through this. He said spoiler alert. Fudge. True. I mean, cool. <laughs> well, do you want to know- watch it? Do you want to know what they announced? Because they announced a story point. Oh, did they go that far in the future? Do you want to know or not? <laughs> did they go that far in the future? That he, wants to he wants to know. He wants to know. They yeah. announced that they are now 1,000 years in the future, what? which aligns with. It doesn't the next align. generation? No, it doesn't align with anything. They have officially moved to the fur- further uh, into the future than any other iteration of Star Trek. So they've yeah, gone, I, and this is basically what everybody has wanted. They, oh, really? They wanted Star Trek to, you know, not be like, you know, pigeonhole itself to this ten-year period that Discovery first did, which was like uh, the ten years before the first um, series. They wanted something new to explore something totally new. And by them jumping so far ahead into the future, that's exactly so, what you got. So wow. is it pre- basically gone from being a prequel to a sequel? I suppose you could say that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's yes. real cool. Yeah, that's yeah. neat. And I will say, too, like, I am, I'm a, I'm a weird Star Trek fan. Like, I've, I enjoy the movies, but when it comes to the series, I usually don't have the patience for them. Yeah. Or I would dip in and out and That's just me. like get broad strokes. Um, for a Fairweather fan like myself, Discovery is really fun. Yeah. Like right? even um, Samantha has gotten into it. She's more excited about oh. it than I am. Yeah. Is she yeah. a Star Trek fan no, at all? Not so even both a of you are kind of like introduced. We both dig it a lot. So and it's on ten, this app still? We're 10 yes. episodes. Yeah. We were 10 episodes. We, we, we took a break from it just because life happened, but we were 10 episodes into the, the first season and just digging the hell out of it because it's, it's a much more serialized story. Mm-hmm. There's no, at least not yet, there's no like bottle episodes or mm-hmm. like the allegories come hard and fast and it's very serialized like the next chapter the next chapter the next chapter it's, it's much more binge worthy than the show used to be it is I'm, now I will say that the first season um, there were complaints that the the serialization of the storytelling mm-hmm. which was definitely in vogue now with, with dramas yeah. um, kind of upset some Star Trek fans uh, so with the second season they did something to it 
there's a little there's still it's still there but they they tweaked it a little bit mm-hmm. and it has more of a true Star Trek feel cool like like classic Star Trek but it still is good and you can vouch no no that <laughs> the money spent oh, yeah. on this show is on the screen it's yeah, a beautiful that's good. show nice. I have a question because hmm. I you know me, I'm a completionist. So I decided I wanted to watch Star Trek. So I started watching the original series. Yes. And I finished it recently. But my question is when you say it's classic Star Trek, what is classic Star Trek? Cuz some people seem like they think the original series is and then some people say next generation is. So what what is Star Trek to what do people what are the fans consider peak Star Trek? <laughs> I mean, there's levels of fan, right? So That's like true. half the people you know will say DS9. Some people. It's the same as a Doctor Who question. Yeah. I, yeah. It is, however, here's what I will say. Say it. Most fans will say that <laughs> Classic Trek is the original series, right? Because that, you know, that's the mothership. That's what gave birth to all this, right? Um, and it's the one that is probably purest Gene Roddenberry's vision, the creator of Star Trek, because he crafted it. He was there for every single episode. However, TNG, the next generation, especially after the second season, and it went on for seven years, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the original series, which only lasted three, probably is considered the, like, like the prototype of Star Trek, true prototype, because it has everything that the original series had, which was, you know, these cool sci-fi concepts and and, and allegorical storytelling and everything like that, uh, very, you know, strong lead actors. But it went one step further in that it actually does have a a crew, an ensemble that is developed, that feels more truly like a family, um, that actually have lives that you become engaged in. And that role model, that prototype of what TNG is, is truly what is carried forward in all of the other subsequent series. Yeah, so if it's like, if it's like, Let's say classic is the yeah. original. When he was saying We're, it, yeah. I can kind of connect it to Doctor Who. Like classic would be like the original series would be like the classic Doctor Who, but then like this would be like the David Tennant era, where it's not necessarily the first, but it's the one that a lot of people like. Yeah, think of it as yeah. like prototype, classic with air quotes and modern. So yeah. like classic would be TNG. The prototype, the originator of it all, would be just the what three seasons? Three seasons, and nobody cares about. So the third. TNG actually was like. It was the most spent, the most stories told up until mm-hmm. that point. Yep. It was seven seasons, 22 episodes a season. Oh, that's so much. The most mm-hmm. told, right? So, you know, by the time it ended, it told, even with the movies included, it had more lived in space than yeah. the original mm-hmm. crew. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's, think of it that way. So it's not so much classic as it is most uh, endeared. Yeah. I'm going to get to it someday. I've. Yeah. Uh... I'm a little. I've always been a little curious about TNG, um, but I haven't. I haven't really pulled the trigger. I watched it here and there. Where is it streaming? Broad strokes. 
I'm pretty sure CBS it's on All Access. Ugh. Is it not on? And Netflix? I believe it's on Netflix as yeah. well. Okay. I don't know how much longer it'll be on Netflix, right, but yeah. it is on it is on Netflix. Because I know Sushan, she, my wife, loved she that she grew up on The Next Generation. She liked that. Then she will also like the other series that's going to be debuting on CBS All Access. Pickard. Star Trek Picard. It's Pickard. It's all about him in a vineyard making wine for the galaxy. Yes, it's <laughs> cheers to Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's uh, Star Trek Picard, which brings back Patrick Stewart in his most famous role as Captain John Luke Picard. This series is also set after Star Trek Voyager, which was. Oh, wait, the, which one was that? Well, Star Trek Voyager was the. Um, the show that. Uh, the, the last Star Trek show before Star Trek Discovery. It was. Oh, the one with. Uh... Um, Janeway. 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 And I'm oh, trying to no. Catherine. Mulgrew. Mulgrew. No, right. there was one after that. No. Enterprise. Well, oh, Enterprise. There was. Well, Enterprise was a prequel. Enterprise was decided. Oh, a I prequel. see. Chrono- chronologically, chronologically, it was the last. Right. It was the last one. So it, it happened concurrently with The Next Generation and DS. Like they were, all those three shows were in the same kind of like 10 year period. Like right. they it's, intersected. It's, it's, yes. Timeline wise, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. right. But uh, so Star Trek Picard is, is set after that. Um, he's retired from Starfleet, um, and then some mystery gets he get some mystery falls Sucked into his lap, in, yeah. and he has to get a a crew together. But he's still not Starfleet, so it's like yeah. a ragtag crew. And they at the con they debuted the, the trailer. Everybody went bonkers over the trailer because it's got a lot of fan service in there showing characters from TNG, characters from Voyager, um, like sprinkling in there as well, including Brent Spiner as Data. And nobody, he basically said he would never do Data again. But, you know, money talks. Um, It looks like. Yes, Jane Foster Thor. Yes, yes. Um, it looks good. It looks great. You said you saw it, Noel. Oh, the the trailer is beautiful. It's very it's very modern. Yeah, like it, it looks like a limited. It looks like a big budget movie, mm-hmm. but it looks like a um, like a very expensive miniseries. Not necessarily right. A new show. Right. Like like one story. They're gonna. It seems serialized and focused. Okay. Yeah. And I bet Brett Spiner is actually only gonna be in like a scene. Yeah, or by maybe, and even then, he's probably he going to be in his mind. I mean, it, it's just the the way that they do what's the that little actor tease. Doing? I mean, wasn't he on? He's like, uh, I'm around he was on Star Trek Supergirl. Again. Yeah, he, he was on Supergirl for a little bit. He was on Supergirl for a little bit. I don't know actor. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, does, he, does, he and he didn't watch Star Trek, so he probably wouldn't know that that was. I'm sorry, I'm pointing at Brandon. No, that's good. But um, how about you? Don't know. <laughs> but the thing, the thing with him about Data is because Data is technically an android who never yeah. ages, so he has to get so oh, much. Right. It's, you know, it's a lot of caked up makeup. And, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of makeup to to make him over like that. And the one last thing, so Parker Hart looks. Very it looks good. really fun, and Everybody it also it too, it looks like you could just watch it. Yeah. So there right. is little fan servicey things, but. The trailer starts with just all you need to know is it's a retired admirable admiral who's trying to he gets stuck back stay in. retired. Yeah. yeah, and somebody shows up on his doorstep needing protection. It's and Rambo, he, and he tries. It is. It's yeah. Picard. Picard Rambo. Yeah. Picard Stallone. Yeah. Sylvester Picard. That's a bad name. And the last last piece of Star Trek news, real quick, is that they also announced. There are doing an animated series. What Star Again? Star Trek: The Lower Decks? What? Which is actually going to be a animated comedy. 
what? about like it's basically the Downton Abbey of Star Trek. Right. Ah. So it's going to be like the lo- what happens in the lower decks of a starship. All red shirts. All like all red shirts. Um, what happened to Jimmy? Mm, he went on a mission. <laughs> Didn't come back. It, it, it's a good idea, guys. No, I like it. I like the idea. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if they're not taking a, taking a cue from the Orville, and right. that you can have fun with this and still, and you know, still be kind of like you know. Have you guys still watching the Orville? Respectful. I, I am. I, I, I haven't watched the second season yet. But I was just super impressed with the first season. Like it started as jokes, but then it actually became. Right. It was. You, it's just as much a comedy as something like Shaun of the Dead is a comedy. Huh. It is a real zombie movie. It just happens to have these characters who deal with their stuff. Right. With jokes. Yeah. Right. And that's exactly what it turned into. Yes. They didn't skimp on like the actual like drama or the the weirdness of the huh. episodes. It was. It, I. I don't even. I hate. I hate Seth MacFarlane. Me too. I think Family Guy is one of the dumbest, most asinine shows I've ever seen. Hate it, but it was good. And to be fair, he's the worst part of this of the Orville. A little bit, (laughs) but you find yourself sucked into it, right? Yes, yes, yeah. It is. It is so good, and it gets better in the second season. And I don't believe I'm saying that. I really enjoy the. It's a cool show. Like I think it was the third episode that turned me. Which where, one was um, that one? The gender reassignment episode. Yes, yes. I was like, they're talking about this? Yes, because it's about this whole like planet. It's a race of males. It's a race of males. Right. That's it. Oh. It's only males. And they lay eggs. They, they partner up and lay eggs. One of the, one of the partners lays eggs. Mm-hmm. And if it's not born a male, it's abhorrent and will be... Gender reassigned. Oh right. wow! Yeah. As a child, it so like it's a, it's all about like culture versus wow. It's so like, good. It's, it's, it was insane, and the way the sh- the episode ended, I was like, Shit. "Whoa, he's on something." Yeah, nice. and it's, and this is the third episode. Yeah, yeah. like you know those, those first two episodes are just like that's breezy, that's fun, yeah, that's and then true. it just it smacks you in the face. Yeah, you know, you got to watch season two, man. I want to, I want to, I want to. Now where can, I, where can I watch that? Hulu. Oh, see that I got that I can watch. All right, <laughs> yeah, cool. there you and go. actually they announced the third. So it takes a very long time to produce. It's a it's a really expensive show. It is. It, 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 it's not. It's not Star Trek expensive. Though. Oh no, it's not. It's not CBS All Access. <laughs> you money. see the seams, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. but it takes a while to because they do. I think the writers' room does it where they just do the entire season. Right, and so it takes a bit. They're not premiering the third season until the middle of 2020, and it will be on Hulu. Cool. Exclusively on Hulu, like they're not doing they're the smart. Fox broadcast anymore. They're just they're yeah. just going to move it to it a streaming re- schedule because it wasn't making the the ratings on on yeah. But for some and reason, they're jumping on all the, yeah. the schedule on Fox. Yeah. But Hulu, it's people can find it. Yeah, I'll check it out eventually. I did that. I think you'll like it. Cool, cool. Uh, anything else before we split? I believe someone amongst us may have questions. I I do. Yeah. Questions for our segment we like to call Brandon. Ask us. It's still a bad name. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. The way you introduce yourself is yay. It's Brandon. Yeah. No, that's yours now. You that's took it. Remember? I didn't take it. You appropriated it. It's oh. yours now. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, my question was: What are your favorite events, just in general? Like maybe from your childhood 
Or adulthood. Oh, I thought you were talking about Christmas. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do Specifically. remember the first time I touched a boob. <laughs> yeah, that was an event. I remember that. I was thinking a little more like... <laughs> you remember the first time <laughs> Noel touched, touched a boob? boob. Yeah. I, I was mean, thinking more comics, you but, you know, it was lens. whatever tickles your fancy. <laughs> uh, favorite event, comic book event. Comic book event. Hmm. Mm. I may have asked this, by the way, so sorry if this is a repeat. What's yours to get cool. us started? Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. No doubles. Um, if somebody says your the rules, no doubles. If somebody says your answer, you got to think of number two. Yeah, you go. That's a that's a good. Could, I, could we come back to me? Mine's no. Crisis on Infinite Earths. There we go. That is, it should be an impenetrable tome of all, all of that stuff. But I read it as a kid and I was able to get it. Um, it was written in a way that was very accessible. It deals with so many different characters and so many different uh, events within that that story. Mm-hmm. But even as a kid, I was able to follow everything. And uh, 10 years ago about, maybe 15, they released a really nice silver hardcover edition. Alex yeah, Ross did a really, really, really big painting mm-hmm. for a wraparound cover. Well, to be fair, he it was based off of... George Perez drew it yeah. and Alex Ross painted it. You're, I'm sorry, yes. Um so, yeah, and, you know, George Perez is one of the masters of putting every single person on a page and having it still work. Right, and he's so, the person that drew Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. Who, was it Marv Wolfman? Marv Wolfman wrote yeah. it. Who wrote it. So, yeah, I think, I don't know if it was the first big event. It was. Yeah. It was decent. But it def- still yeah. hasn't been surpassed in my eyes. It was the first big crossover. Yeah. Mar- um, I, I, it should it should be noted, and I don't think he gets enough credit. Marv Wolfman has the best name in all of yeah, it's a good name. <laughs> professional it's a good name. writing. Yeah. Yeah. Marv Wolfman. I thought, oh, a, a professional. I was gonna say he seems like a most deaf is my favorite. Great overall, like seems like a nice person, great writer, just yeah, cool person and overall. Even the sequel to it, the unofficial sequel. Infinite Crisis by Jeff Johns. It was wonderful. The way it dealt with the repercussions of the Crisis on Infinite Earths and some of the characters who were left behind. They were left like, like I yeah. Don't, I don't. So, and the meta contextual element of Super Bowl, how yeah. superhero comics were at the time. I just, I, the, the one two punch of it, I think, is great. I wouldn't call it an unofficial sequel. It's literally a direct sequel. Okay, I think, great. I think all the crises are somewhat sequels, right? Final Crisis no. had nothing to do with anything. Final no, Crisis no, no. No. is a, is a okay. brain fart. Yeah, yeah, they just started, they co opted Crisis. Yes. They were just like, ah, oh, everything's a crisis now. Heroes yeah. in Crisis. But Infinite Crisis, like, right. giant plot points were directly yep. uh, yeah, effects sure. of uh, yeah. Crisis on But that's mine. I thought of one. Go ahead. Uh, Infinity. By Jonathan John Hickman. Hickman. Oh, that's super That fun. was a good one. Yeah. Now, are you including all of Avengers and new Avengers leading up into Infinity, or do you mean just the trade paperback Infinity? The trade paperback, which does include issues from Avengers yeah. and new Avengers. Yeah. Well, so I, I don't. I'm not familiar with Infinity. Well, Infinity, it's a. It does require. It doesn't require, but there's some backstory. But basically, um, there's these aliens that are atta- that are attacking like the whole universe. And they're just like going on a wave. They're wiping out everything. The architects? Uh, maybe. There's Some a bunch things, of yeah. like the makers. Yeah. Or the no, makers. the architects or the makers. Which ones are the bad ones? Yeah. I read this. Tonight. I think it's both. But yeah. Um, so they're like approaching, and so there's like a universal army that comes together with like Kree, um, Spartax, who Star Lord's father comes in, um, Annihilus from the Annihilation Wave joins, and like a giant army of just pretty much everyone alive mm-hmm. is attack is trying to fight this army off, and they're approaching. And while the Avengers go into space to help with that, Thanos attacks Earth. 
So then, like, Tony Stark. (laughs) So then Tony Stark is stuck on Earth, and he's with, like, basically, like, the B-team Avengers, and they're trying to defend Earth. And so it's a joint story with, like, the Avengers are in an army trying to defeat the Makers, and Tony Stark is trying to defend Earth. And it's just a great story. Giant. Very dense. um, uh, Thanos was attacking Earth to kill his son, who was an inhuman. Thal? Thane. Thane, thank you. It's it was a wild story actually. It was I, good. I referenced that not too a couple weeks ago. I think on spoiler alert, it has one of the best Thor moments. Right. At, oh like, yes. Ever. That, that Thor moment is why personally I don't like Ragnarok because I don't feel like that cool of a moment. I don't feel like the Ragnarok Thor could ever do that personally. I mean, just me. I feel like it could if they wrote it into the. Script. I was gonna say like I, well, I yeah. feel like your premise is done flawed. It. Yeah. It sounds like you didn't like it because they didn't do what you wanted. No, so I just felt like they wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I feel like all. he's a little more serious, and like I feel like the comic Thor is a little more serious. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely for sure. And I feel like he's a little like that badass of a moment would I I wouldn't necessarily believe it yeah. if it was in Ragnarok. But that might that's probably just me. Um, Len. Um, I was actually thinking about this. No, I'm not cheating. Um, I think I'm going to go with Marvels. I don't know if that counts as. I don't know if that counts as an event. No, it doesn't count as an event. I mean, mean, we can if you wanted to. As a mini series, a maxi series. Listen, we're all friends here. If you want it to be an event, I don't don't mind. Okay. Well. well, Oh, all right. See, I wasn't sure. Rule books out the window, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will. Okay. Well, then. No, fuck with you. Well, fuck y'all. I'm going to say Marvels. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, because Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. Alex Ross. Because I was just, I remember when that came out, I remember being God smacked. That was my my introduction to Alex oh. Ross's art. Um, I, you know, it was Kurt Busiek's, his, his use of this photographer at, you know, Originally, he was just a freelance photographer and eventually worked for the Daily mm-hmm. Bugle to be this window into the Marvel Universe, looking at these key moments mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe over the years, dating back to World War II. Um, I thought it was real insightful and at the time, you know, unheard of, like the first time you really saw something like that, that kind of like perspective. Um it's beautiful, and it was just a beautiful, beautiful artwork. Beautiful combined with beautiful writing, thoughtful, um, you know, twist on what these characters mean to us, you know, as human beings. I just, I really loved it, and I don't think that, honestly, as much as I'm still an Alice Ross fan, I don't think he has done anything close to match to that work. I would, I would, um. One of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I don't necessarily enjoy Alex Ross's interiors is negated by Marvels, right. like the story of Marvels, because the whole point of that story is. So my problem with his interiors, really just his his art in general, it's very beautiful and picturesque, but it's also statuesque. Yes. And when he does interiors, there is hmm. there's very little dynamism it's just it's right. poses yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. they're beautiful but yeah, they're just right. poses there's no real kinetic energy to it Yes. but by virtue of what Marvel's is where it's these snapshots into these larger moments it, it works. like he swerved into that what I perceive as a as a, uh, a, a weakness mm-hmm. and it's just perfect whereas when I read when I reread Kingdom Come it's like a hindrance that it's so statuesque yeah 
yeah. because I wanted to move more. And I was see, and I was going to say Kingdom Come, but when I thought about it, when I do reread reread Kingdom Come, it's more for just all the little Easter eggs that are in there. I'm not even really paying that much attention to the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I feel you. And because they've kind of like bastardized Kingdom Come so much afterwards, you it just doesn't have the same appeal to me. Mm. Marvel's is still like very well, I mean, succinct in its one. But Marvel's, thing. you know, it's getting its it's getting its sequel. The Marvel's epilogue. It's out today. Is it a sequel? No, it's no, not. It, yeah, it's it says I think, I think the preview the preview said it was a sequel. It's fifteen pages. It's a lot of splash that, arts. That only, only suckers are going to fall who, for that. Who, uh, yeah, who would buy that? Who's writing and drawing that bad both. boy? They're both back. Yeah, Kurt Busiek is they're back both. and Alex Ross is drawing. Yeah, they did the 15 oh, pages. So, what is this? so like just buy a collected edition yeah, of that it'll bad be, boy? Yeah, it'll be put into a collected edition and then buy that. Yeah, it'll mean, be an addendum for you to throw some more money at exactly. I'm just more messing with you. Um, I know. No, I'm kidding. What, uh, <laughs> what is mine? Um... Blackest Night, probably. Hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Blackest Night, like, um, and it's not not necessarily. I think it's the perfect example of a great writer being able to look at a toy chest, mm-hmm. use all of it, but in a completely different way that was ever available before. That's true. So he took pieces of other people's runs, characters that were established for something completely else. And that was John's too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and John's. just he he treated it all like puzzle pieces as opposed to roadblocks. And created a whole new mythology out of pre-established stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that like, what made it even better was the trifecta. Uh, it was like the 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 Green Lantern trilogy. First of all, never gave a shit about Green Lantern before, but then you've got Rebirth, couple of issues in between, and all of a sudden they smack you in the face with Sinestro Corps. That and then yeah. that ends with the giant cliffhanger of oh by the way we're gonna do zombies, whatever, and Blackest Night shows up and it's just. A deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it, I that was the first and I think only since event where I absorbed every tie-in, and oh, every wow. tie-in was good. Like there were very few weak links, and things actually did like lead into other stuff. It was, In Blackest Night, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Blackest Night was just up and down. I can't think of, uh, I can't think of a negative about it. Flashpoint wasn't bad. Flashpoint was literally a flashpoint though. Like it That's was just true. it was a it was a, a one giant action sequence. Yeah. And then yeah. they bounced. For me This was more like yeah. Blackest Night was nuanced as hell. And yeah. they, they put all the effort in and paid it off. Yeah. So he, Ivan Rice's work was just spectacular. That man is like he's he's a he, beast. He is what Alex Ross should be. Agreed. Because he's he's his artwork is just as beautiful as Alex Ross, but you all the dynamism you were just talking it's mm-hmm. all there. Yeah, I love it. I remember um I think it was and, and it was it was running late a little bit and it wasn't until the either the seventh or eighth issue, the second to last or the last, where you found out why the series was running late because uh, as a part of the narrative um, some previously dead characters were brought back to life, and the way that they did it in panel was it was an eight-page foldout inside mm-hmm. the book, and I have the I have the the absolute edition, and it's still an eight-page foldout inside the book of full page like what's well, eight pages of giant splash of all these previously dead characters coming through in the middle. It it was as 
as close to a giant blockbuster movie I've ever experienced reading comic books. The only, Modern era. Only time I've ever seen anything close to that is in um, Millar and Brian Hitch's second run on Ultimates when Hitch yep. has the eight page That's right. out in that. And it was, was the Rainbow Bridge, right? It was just no, like... No, it's not the Rainbow Bridge. They're, they're fighting... The Asgardians on Earth is the Avengers fighting the Asgardians oh, on Earth. I swear Earth. to God, I, I remember like it was, well, then maybe it was like two of the eight pages, but like it was a whole. Like, I do I, remember I like a arms, big. I have my arms out like this. So, like, I'm, I'm the far left of it was Earth and like the armies of Earth and the and the Ultimates. And then on the far right, you just saw like trolls and craziness. And no, um, that's not that's, that's not this one. That's not the one I'm thinking of. No? Oh, so now we've got now we've got to compare is eight there, page pullouts in JD's Hero Complex. Is there a I don't copy think so. of Ultimates two? All right, all right. So we did just pause and go look, and I was wrong. I was crazy <laughs> wrong. I swear to God, I remember it as uh, the he like Thor calling down the forces of Asgard to help fight off uh, because the whole series he was considered crazy and, and he delusional, does. and he does it. But it was just like one page. The, the eight-page panel you're talking about, or eight-page spread you're talking about, is more beautiful than I remember. But yeah. to be fair, Brian Hitch, especially back at, at that time, one panel of Brian Hitch was like an eight-page spread. Mm-hmm. The man was putting in work. Blockbuster comics, right? Yeah, it was awesome. And it's funny. It's funny to watch us flip through that trade paperback of Ultimates too, because at some point each one of us went, "Man, that was so good." Oh, look at that. Wait, wait, I got to reread that. I got to reread this. This is going on my list. I have yeah. I have this this ongoing spreadsheet of the stuff I need to reread or read for the first time. Now I'm going to have to fucking add Ultimates yeah, and Ultimates so 2 good. on there. It's so good. That stuff, man. First time I ever liked the Avengers. Even uh, though they weren't technically Avengers. I liked Bendis' uh, Disassembled and stuff. Oh, well, that, well I got which one that. came first? That, that was around the same time. Okay, because I, yeah, I, I thought yeah. I remember the yeah. Ultimates being the first Avengers that I liked, and then Brett Bendis did an actual Avengers, and I was like, oh, I actually like the real Avengers now, too. I think it was negligible. I was yeah. only reading in trade really back then, so I discovered them yeah. at the same time. See, yeah. I'm a, a, a old-school Avengers fan, so I always liked the Avengers. And when after Heroes Reborn, when Kurt Busiek and George Perez did like about a two-year run on Avengers, yeah. that was I loved it. Yeah. Anything else? I think we've covered the gamut. Yeah. Gamut. Uh, Never mind. It was dumb. No. Cool. Nothing's dumb. Nothing's dumb. I was going to say, we didn't talk about cats, guys. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Gotta Talk. Gotta Talk. I've been Johnny Destructo, a.k.a. The Thwip Tribble. You can check me out on Twitter, at JD's Hero Complex. You can help the show out if you want to donate to my Patreon, slash Johnny Destructo. Uh, Come down to the shop. Right, review us and rate us on whatever stuff, and then uh, that's all I got. And I'm Len, aka the Bat Tribble. You can follow me on Black Tribbles, my podcast show where we do talk about all this type of geeky type stuff. Go to blacktribbles.com. Follow us on all the social medias at Black Tribbles. And hey, check it out in August. Um, the Black Tribbles are putting together Respect the Woman's Podcast Festival. It's going to be August 23rd to 25th. Three days of free podcasting, viewing live podcasts for your pleasure. Go to respectpodfest.com for details. Oh, uh, and I am Noel, Superman's pal, the Superman's pal, Jimmy Tribble. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> and um, I have, uh, there's really no way for you to reach me, like at all, ever. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to go on Twitter at Mr. Bartoshi Doc, uh, Mr. Bartoshi, how does, wait, how does Twitter work? <laughs> you know, you go to www. We're good. <laughs> okay. We're good. Uh, I'm, I'm Brandon, a.k.a. Childish Brandino Triple for now. And yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything either. Great. All right. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll talk at you later.